0: Welcome to the RuPaul Drag Race recap show for season five, episode eight, titled Scent of a Drag Queen. My name is Joe Batanz, and I am joined as always by one crappulous co-host from the podcast. Pod is my co-pilot. Please say, well, you know what? We're gonna try something in here, Taylor. What is the clip? Uh, the, the the one, the the
1: sensual, beautiful, overpriced.
2: I'm a man.
0: <laughs> to Taylor, the Latte Boy. Hello, Taylor, the Latte Boy. Hello, Joe, the podcast host. <laughs> now, let me tell you this, everybody. We are uh recording this on December. I think today's December twenty-first. I believe. Yes, two thousand nineteen. And the reason I mention that because you know most people will be listening to this in the summer uh, of twenty twenty. And, uh, you have just come back, Taylor the Latte boy, yes. from watching the last installment of the Skywalker saga, Star Wars Episode 9, The Rise of Skywalker. I don't know anything about your thoughts. Now, I will say before you say anything, I do know that the critics Have been savage to this movie, yet the cinema score, which polls audience members as they leave, is pretty high. So I'm very curious to hear where Tate of the Latte Boy falls. Give us a grade. I would give this A a minus. (gasps) A minus
1: for Tate of the Latte Boy. A minus. It is very much a popcorn movie. Mm Mm-hmm. There are lots of things that speak to the fans, especially the fans. The so they break the fourth fans.
0: wall and they go, hello, Taylor. I see you <laughs> yes, that's exactly like that. what
1: they do. Okay. That's exactly what they did. Um, There are definite plot holes that don't make a lot of sense (laughs) there are things that happened that that we we had lunch afterwards and and babalu and i were kind of talking about it and Mm -hmm. saying that we didn't understand certain things and so some of the choices were a little like i don't get why they did that Mm -hmm. but it definitely hit a lot of the a lot of the emotional notes i wanted it
0: to well you're even you even now you're sort of choking up. Did you no, cry? I'm not. Did you cry?
1: Oh no, yeah, I definitely there there there's something happens in the middle that was rough. <laughs> mm-hmm. That's all I'm gonna say. That that mm-hmm. that there's something that something that happens. And it's not necessarily when it happens, it's the after effect of another character. That's that's all I'm gonna say. Was, and you
0: wept? Did you weep? I
1: didn't weep. I definitely, I got the big rolling cheeks down my oh.
0: rolling tears down my cheeks. Oh my
1: gosh! So so, I, should,
0: I should take some Kleenex to this.
1: If you're if you're as big of a Star Wars fan, and okay, and here's the thing,
2: mm-hmm.
1: I love Star Wars. Sure, I'm not one of these that like. Knows all of the technology and the science and all that kind of stuff. I just enjoy the movies because they're fun popcorn movies that I've started. I started wa- I saw the first one when I was four. Mm-hmm. I'm seeing the last one when I'm 47. I just enjoy the experience of these and I love the music and I all of that kind of stuff. So there is something about it on that emotional level that I really enjoy. You and I have had extensive conversations about the music
2: mm-hmm. and how
1: that affects us and all that kind of stuff. And yeah. I I think that it it's it's a it's a really really good movie. Is it a perfect movie? No,
2: mm-hmm.
1: but it's a really good movie. In the in the chat room a few minutes ago, mm-hmm. um, uh, or no, I guess. I don't know when it was, but Luke Stamen said that he had heard that it sucked and he'd suck, he wasn't going to go because he didn't have to, he, or he was going to go because he had non-refundable tickets to which I would just say, I think you should go. I think everybody should go see this movie.
0: Now, <laughs> which one? Now, Taylor, you know, here's, I was just, I was just having this conversation with a friend about um, like look, I like Star Wars, right? Mm-hmm. But ultimately, I'm not one of the. Because my friend was asking me, because I you know, you know, I don't know if you know this, but the Last Jedi mm-hmm. is very divisive. I the love fact. the
1: Last Jedi. Okay,
0: so you're in the I love the Last Jedi camp.
1: I thought the the Last Jedi was I was emotionally
0: drained <laughs> leaving the Last Jedi. Mm-hmm. I wasn't emotionally drained to leaving this movie. Now I've heard. I don't know this. And no spoilers, please, but I heard that this movie sort of un- canceled some of the things that were done in The Last Which Jedi. We were talking
1: about that. Babalu was kept saying that, that he'd heard that it like kind of retconned a couple of things. And I don't know what it could have retconned. We were going to watch The Last Jedi last night, and then we ended up watching The Witcher because mm-hmm. that started yesterday, too. Um, and I, I, I don't know. I will have to go back and see the Last Jedi and see if there are things. Or I'm sure I've purposely avoided articles, videos on YouTube. I like even learned how to mute words on Twitter so that I didn't get. I was afraid of people spoiling anything for this. So I don't know what could have been retconned out. But I'm sure at this point I'll have known by the time this comes out in the summer.
0: Yeah, and that's why I'm gonna I'm gonna jump. Well, we can talk about this after the show on the air. But this is gonna be literally. Eight months old by the time people hear this, so yeah, I'm gonna get out of here. What I will say though, everyone needs to know this is that it's you know it's it's getting near Christmas, and Afterthought Media bought Taylor the Latte Boy a hoodie, a Lu- yes, a Lucasfilm hoodie that you can. There's a reason I'm bringing all this up, by the way, that you can only get. At the studio store at the Walt Disney Studios. I went there with friend of the show, Jean-Paul. And in fact, I can't even buy them. Jean-Paul has to buy them. Let me put it that way. Jean-Paul has to literally buy them. I can't buy them. So after I went the first time and I bought Taylor the sweatshirt, um, I felt badly because I didn't get one for my niece for Christmas. And I had bought an extra hoodie. And I was like, you know, I don't want this fucking hoodie. So... I go, I'll take it back and I'll exchange it for one with – for my niece, right? I'll just get the one in her size and all that jazz. Yeah. So I go – now John Paul has to go with me because John Paul is the only one who can buy, do anything with that stuff. So we go there and he's like, like, okay, I'll go return this hoodie. You go find the one that's your niece's size. And I can't find this hoodie anywhere in the little studio store. And so I walk up to the counter to basically ask, you know – What's going on? And the woman tells John Paul, he's at the counter, and she's like, you're not returning this, are you? And he's like, yeah. And she goes, I wouldn't return this. They, We're done. This, That's it. There's no more. And I don't know if we're going to ever get him back in again. Right? I'm like, oh, wow. That makes it even more special, right? The reason I'm telling you all this story is after I'm, I'm leaving, I'm on my way home, I call Taylor to tell him this story. He is so... Uh huh. I'm I was listening, like, huh? I was listening to you, but there was no. Are you choking up again? No, I burped. I'm sorry. Thank you for thank you for pointing that out to everybody. Go ahead. Which is funny because this happened. Everyone should know we record. We've actually done this episode before, but no one's ever heard it. And yeah. I was listening to it, and that happened on that episode. But anyway, yes. uh, so I tell Taylor I'm thinking he's gonna be like oh my god that is so cool no he's like uh-huh yeah next next topic and I'll make oh, <laughs> all right I was like, alright i was
1: not quite that dismissive of it I, it is it is very cool and I will be happy to tell people that every time I wear I'll just wander through yeah target on a February and go well, do you like my zippy my zip up hoodie you can't get this anymore it's exclusive
0: well yeah it's so funny and I'm now I'm in this weird thing do I want to keep the hoodie or try sell it the one you're going to send to me or the other No, one? no, no, the other one. Oh. I was just like, oh,
1: is that the no, – <laughs> because I didn't give you a big enough response? Fuck no. him. I'm going to –
0: No, to no, no, I'm no, no. The, the, um, the other one, should I sell it? I don't know. It, it kind of feels gross to sell it, I'm going to be honest with you. Like, it just does. Like, oh, John Paul, thanks. I can sell this thing. Even though John Paul did nothing, I paid for it. But well, – Okay, but I
1: – why not hold on to it for a while? That's true. And then at some point, if you want to sell it down the line, you could, but you've also got something that you can't get anymore, something that you, you who enjoy these posters, and enjoy, enjoy the exclusivity of these posters, mm-hmm. but all of the posters, all of the Bondo posters you have aren't up on the walls, right?
0: No, they're this big portfolio that I have. Yeah. Well, then just add, well, not don't add the sweatshirt to the portfolio, but I, see what I mean, saying, just, yeah. like, yeah, just it's like my uh, it. my Boba Fett doll. Do you know about my Boba Fett doll? Mmm.
1: Do you mean the action figure from the 80s? No, or do you have a no. doll.
0: This is so nerdy. I'm so sorry when this is Star Wars talk if you're listening. At Comic-Con, maybe like 4 or 5 years ago, this one toy company came out with a Boba Fett doll, okay? But this okay, this is you know what? I'm going to say it for after the show. No one cares about this. I'll tell you after the okay. show. Okay. It's such a long Boba Fett story.
1: Is this like the Masters of the Universe thing that you got?
0: Yes. But this okay. is a big this yes. is a big Boba Fett doll. This is this big.
1: Does it look like the action figure, but it's just no, a huge version no, of the action figure? No, no. I can't.
0: About. I have to tell you later. It's just it's a long story about this. Okay. Basically, it was in a parade. Okay. That's all I have to tell you. Okay. <laughs> so, uh, anyway, so the Taylor didn't care. But, you know, on, on a related note, uh, we should talk about things you can't get anymore, is Taylor and I – so a little brief history with this. So uh, uh, right when we first started doing Patreon, we did this silly thing. Where we offered people again, where I don't ever understand people are going to pay for things. I'm like, no one's ever going to do this. Right. <laughs> and we put no limit either. You know, on the exclusive tier, I put a limit. We should have put a limit only one per month or something like that, where yeah. you could get a private show with me and Taylor. Okay. Yes. And a few people signed up and one guy, and you could, the show could be whatever you want it to be. And I would say of the four or five people who did it, maybe more, uh, only one of them wanted us to actually cover an episode for them right yes an episode we'd never on a season we'd never done before a season we hadn't we had yet to do season 5 of that and so he had chosen season 5 episode 8 now i don't think he even wants his name shared but i will say he's an exclusive tier member and he's in the chat room right now oh is he in the chat room right now yes he
1: he he did post that in the in the feed that he is the one that
0: they did it. Okay. We don't have to announce to everybody that's going to listen yeah. to this his name. Yeah, But Because I because here's the funny thing is, and 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 listener, don't worry, I I I got you. Okay, don't stress. But I wrote to him, and I thought it'd be kind of cool to release this unreleased episode along with the episode, right? And right. what's funny is I li- have you listened to the whole thing, Taylor? Yes. Yeah, I listened to the whole thing too. It's actually a very
1: good episode. <laughs> Yes, and for reasons that he didn't want it released,
0: we also have reasons we wouldn't want it released. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Taylor and I have our own reasons why we don't want it released, and he has his own. Has to do with what he does for a living. It's highly sensitive, and right. so we t- we talk at length about it, and he gives opinions that he probably shouldn't give and whatnot. Right. So this episode will never be released, but it's actually quite funny and yeah. quite good. Uh, i think because we are we, because we that's the thing why we could never release it because we know it can never be released we're actually a lot more casual on naming names of yeah. people and oh yeah we pick at some afterthought media scabs yeah <laughs> we do
1: all sorts of stuff. yeah
0: we go in so i can understand why he didn't want it released now that i've listened to it i can understand what's funny though is you know it's been years so i didn't remember the episode at all it's funny about how my memory my my, my initial opinion then pretty much i think there's one part where i don't agree with myself but for the most part jives with the way i feel now about this episode
1: yeah i would there's parts of it that i think because we were watching it in one capsule versus watching on either side some of my opinions definitely skewed Mm -hmm. when i was watched it versus listening especially listening back to the episode that we already did yeah so 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 in some ways though i watched the episode yesterday afternoon and then Mm -hmm. last night listened to our episode yeah and kind of took notes on our episode versus the actual episode so uh, it's so it's funny so it's kind of my notes are a recap of our episode yeah of an episode if that I, makes sense.
0: I No, it makes total sense. Um, Yeah, you know, I, I thought it was very, very interesting. And it was very funny. I'm sorry you guys can't listen to it. Uh, This person has his own private episode of uh, Season 5, Episode 8 of A Drag Queen. But with that in mind, Taylor, let's jump right into it. This week, Brent Corrigan drops Trow for the girls. The contestants make their own sense. Jinx falls for Ivy. The girls star in their own commercials. And Aubrey O'Day is a little... Extra. Alaska finally wins Alaska finally wins a challenge while Ivy Winters and Alyssa Edwards are placed in the bottom two. The girls ain't got nothing going on but the rant, but in the end Ivy Winters was sent home packing. Taylor the latte boy named two things you liked about the episode and one thing you did not. Two things that I liked about the episode were the first of which is while I liked her as
1: a queen Mm -hmm. and she was kind of harmless, Mm -hmm. I'm glad that Ivy is gone, only so that we don't have to hear RuPaul say her name anymore. It's (laughs) so fucking great. Yeah, it's so fucking grating. Um and I like the mini challenge. I really like the mini challenge. Anytime we're gonna get get into it today. Shirtless guys, and, and oh, we're gonna get stuff. into it today. Going back, watching the episode, and then hearing us talk, hearing us talk on the <laughs> private show about Brent Corrigan. Mm-hmm. That was the first thing I'm like, let me see if I can figure out which one he is. And I did, for he was number 13 for anybody that's watching the show now. You're gonna have but, a little
0: bit of a surprise, Taylor, later. Okay, bring on, and Brent, Brent Corrigan, jump on. <laughs> 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 what do you think? And what this has come to fruition by the time this airs? What do you know? True crime is the big thing right now in podcasts, right? Yeah. You know there was that King Cobra movie, but no one saw it, A. And B, I don't I think it did a disservice to that story. What if we did what if Afterthought did a oh oh my god, I forgot about my lawsuit I'm gonna have. Wait, anyway. King <laughs> Cobra, what if we did that story, The True Crime Podcast? Okay. I think that's a great idea for you to do. Yeah, not for you. No, 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 no. For <laughs> me. Um, I actually think and this is not I'm not gonna sue anybody, no one's gonna get sued, right? But there is a pretty Wink. Yeah. <laughs> there is a pretty clear cut case that I think a listener that I don't know of, but listen probably to Drag Race Recap or something like that, um stole an idea, made a podcast about it, and it's like on Gimlet. Really? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'll tell you about it after. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
2: All right. Because it's something so-
0: that I know I've talked about. Yeah. Right now we have Boba Fett. right? This is what we're talking about after. Uh-huh. Um, we have um, stolen podcast. Okay, then wasn't there something else? This is more about the la- uh, Rise of Skywalker, right? Yeah, we could talk more about the Rise of Skywalker. Okay, anyway, okay, so, um,
1: okay. So that was what, one thing you didn't. One thing, you the like. two things, two things that I liked. The one thing that I did not like was
0: this Aubrey O'Day. Oh, don't even get me started on her.
1: She, I didn't like her when we did. <laughs> the private show and i definitely did not like that was that was honestly the part when they show her in the the, today on you know this week on drag race recap Mm -hmm. or whatever the first time they show her with the big stupid eyes and the big Mm -hmm. tits i I was like oh god i hate you so much Mm -hmm. and it never it never stopped the whole way through even through untucked
0: yeah oh it's
1: it's clear she was not liked by any of the any of the i didn't watch untucked but they but they kind of mention it Oh, yeah, no, they do a big thing about it and they, they all pretty much make fun of her because oh. I forgot that she, not only was she on The Apprentice, oh, she but was? she also used to fuck Donald Trump Jr. <gasps> oh, really? Oh, that makes While really he gross. was married. Oh, my God. What? Yeah. So, so that's kind of even more reasons to hate her. Mm-hmm. So I, I, I just, it's one of those that she's
0: repulsive to me. Yeah. She's a repulsive person. Right. Uh, okay. Two things I liked about the episode: mini challenge. I loved these. We we have. I have a special treat for you for this mini challenge. We talk about the mini challenge, okay. but um, it's gonna be a fun little game we're gonna play here called "What You Packing." And you have to match my underwear. <laughs> the door opens and it's yeah.
1: Evan and Laurie and Jamila, and <laughs> I have to figure out who's wearing matching underwear. Yeah.
0: Anyway, and you're like, "Ooh, Laurie! I can't see your underwear." <laughs> Anyway, uh, so the, I love the mini challenge. That was fun. And I said this on our private show, and I'll say it again. Why don't they bring this challenge back? They've done versions of it since. Yeah. But they should just do this. This 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 version is the simplest. This, this isn't anything you can prepare for. It's yeah. not
1: like you know the reading
0: challenges or anything yeah, yeah, like yeah, that. I yeah, yeah. mean, if you it, in the private it's show. It's a numbers game. <laughs> should we just slip in clips? of the, can we just you and I just do other things and slip in <laughs> clips of the private show? Sure. That's yeah. it. So, uh, yeah, I like the mini-challenge. Um, let me see. What else do I like? Um, it, you know what's so funny? I remember we talked about this in the show. It's kind of a weird episode of Choose as a private show. That's what we asked the, the listener. Uh, and so there's not it, – again, it's a kind of a paint-by-numbers episode to me. It's like yeah. there's not much to like. There's not much to dislike. Aubrey O'Day, I'm, I'm with you. I want to revisit that. She was really annoying. It's my thing I didn't, dis, didn't like. Uh, the other thing I liked um, – I don't know, Brent Corgan. <laughs> uh, can I say the same thing twice, in different ways? Uh, no. But it, 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 but you know, I'll say I like the episode. The episode's fine. It it's, was a fine. It's a fine episode. It's a sturdy episode. Yeah. It's it's yeah. It's a workhorse episode. It does the job. Uh, All right, let's move on. After the non-elimination, the girls walk back into the workroom where Roxy fills the girls in on her traumatic childhood experience. Meanwhile, Roxy apologizes to Jinx. Detox is annoyed there was no elimination. Alaska complains about having yet to win a challenge, while Coco establishes herself as an underdog in the competition. The next day, RuPaul enters the workroom and announces this week's mini-challenge. Now, ladies, Andrew has brought his models to play a little game of... What you packing? You ask a model to drop trowel and reveal his Andrew Christian. Oh. Your job is to find the matching pair. Oh.
2: <laughs>
0: now, the queen that makes all the matches the fastest wins. All right. Very good. Now, Taylor, before we play our little game, uh, what did you have to feel? We talked about the mini challenge, so people know we liked it. But did you have any other thoughts? Any, You know, just to get it out of the way. Sort of the interesting thing here is not only is Brent Corrigan in the group, but we have a pre-Drag Race Miles Davis Moody. Right? Yep. And we with also, a mohawk. With a mohawk. And we also have, for fans of Finding Prince Charming, we have Robbie uh, putting on his best butch look. Uh, I think I saw him, too. He, I never he stands right next Finding to Brent Corgan. He stands right next to Brent but I
1: used to, when you guys did the Finding Prince Charming recap, I used mm-hmm. to wa- look at the pictures on mm-hmm. Logo's page so I could kind of at least get an idea of who you were talking about. Yeah, And his, he that he was somebody that looked familiar, so yeah, I figured yeah, yeah, that yeah. was who it was.
0: Okay, so Taylor... Uh, any other thoughts on this challenge? Did you, I mean, we it's hard to tell like who should win. I mean, they're, they're telling you it's Ivy. There's no way for anybody to know. This is one of those things where the challenge in theory is by number, but they can manipulate it to be whoever they want it to be.
1: Well, I'd like to go back to the, when they all come in from the non-elimination first. Sure, go ahead. And when Roxy recognizes her behavior that she yeah. was lashing out at Jinx um, because she was feeling insecure about where she is and all that kind of stuff in the competition And I think that was a nice moment. The problem that I have with not necessarily that moment, but the the problem is that, you know, we have a saying here in our house, in our family. Uh, When you know better, you do better. Yeah. And I think that we see this continued behavior down the line with her. Mm -hmm. And that is not that's not okay i mean you know that there's there seems to be no point of reference to where she recognizes that she's continuing to engage in that behavior later on in the season mm-hmm. so while it was kind of nice to see that for a second i was uh, i'm a little like mm. it a little side eye because i know what's coming up in future weeks
2: mm-hmm.
0: interesting uh to me actually i took an opposite view of it I was like, she's called it, and it makes me forgive the future episodes more. Mm, no, okay, why? It's so funny because you know we've said, uh, "I let's discuss Rise of Skywalker versus the Last Jedi after the show." But it sort of relates to. I'm not. We're not going to get into this, but it does relate to it in that. What I was going to talk to you about was I don't know if you saw this article or this Twitter thing where Ryan Johnson, director of The Last Jedi, responded to a fan on Twitter. Did you see this? No. Okay. And we'll talk about it in depth after the show, but it has to do with essentially uh, a fan was upset that with Ryan Johnson's interpretation, uh, Luke goes back to his sort of his old ways where he responds to his emotion. Okay yeah and that ryan and and that that was settled in return of the Jedi when he defeated it when he was at you know uh and his face to face with Darth Vader and Ryan Johnson basically like human beings aren't like that human beings constantly yeah. struggle with things and and it's the same thing here is Roxy is aware of it, right, and so maybe it helps explain why she is behaving the way she does later. Just because she's called it doesn't mean now she's forever beholden to... uh, No, I'm not
1: not saying there aren't going to be moments of that where we don't, especially when you've got, at this point, Roxy is, what, 24, I think, Mm -hmm. at the time of this? You know, you've got 24 years of history and 24 years of behavior, so you're not going to immediately turn on a dime. But if you recognize that you're doing it, if you recognize, especially if it's so recent, I mean, you figure, even though we're seeing this show weekly, When it originally aired, they're filming these episodes back to back to back with, you know, occasional days off in between. Mm -hmm. You would think that she would catch herself a little bit quicker and go, no, I'm not going to do that because that doesn't that doesn't. While it feels good short term, it doesn't feel good long term,
0: Mm -hmm. you know. But don't you think now hear me out that um, for the very reason that you said it's so close together that she's just and you're also in this high pressure situation, you're not getting a lot of sleep, you're not. You know, you're very tired, you're exhausted, you're getting alcohol, and it's just high – you're just going to be at your worst, especially at the end. You know, I just had a friend uh, out here from Germany, Carlo, and I will say he saw me many times at my worst, you know, because essentially I'm a grumpy old man and grandpa needs his naps in the afternoon. If he doesn't get it, he gets (laughs) very, very irritable and grumpy. You do you know? take
1: naps every day
0: no i don't take naps every day but like oh. when you're running me around fucking southern california like a goddamn bus then yeah do, i'm gonna need a nap every day Am i might so when i when, when i come to visit do we get to take naps oh yeah for sure no 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 that's gonna be the greatest oh, okay. thing yeah okay. we're gonna take that, naps. that'll be yeah, awesome yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. he okay. didn't want to take naps he wanted to squeeze in as much california as possible no no my, my <laughs> took, i'm not even joking today's the first day i've been able to really function since he came back since he left Oh my god, I like you water. are an old lady. He just left on Tuesday, and I needed like three days of sleep and resting. And watching my dinner with Andre. Because I'm an old man. And by the way, my new thing, by the way, I'm super into hard candies now. <laughs> uh, this is Clay's Raspberry Old Fashioned Hard Candies. I really like them. Thank you. Okay. All right, so getting back to behaviors and, and that Anyway, kind of thing. the point is... That when you're under those ti- – when you're tired and you're under stress, you're not going to act your best, okay, i.e. Well, some and mystery I, story I don't been... know from part of my co-pod about macaroni and cheese <laughs> happened to you, right? Yes, I know. But I also
1: am not at macaroni and cheese all the time. No, but neither is she. You're seeing a very – you're seeing isolated moments. Okay, but I'm also – when I'm at macaroni and cheese, I'm internalizing it. I'm not lashing out at other people. Mm -hmm. I guess that's maybe that's the difference between my what we call macaroni and cheese moments on pot is my co-pilot versus what Roxy's going through Mm -hmm. is that I tend to not lash out at others. I tend and I and I also will recognize and I try to modify it so that I don't have those mac and cheese moments. It's rare. I have those moments anymore, but that I think has also come with age and with practice. But that is not to say I mean, I had a couple of weeks ago where or was that two weeks ago? where we were going to go out for my birthday and the battery in my car died and I had issues with my tires all of a sudden and I just kind of had this meltdown because I was not wanting to, I I, I, I just allowed myself to go to that place for a little bit. And luckily I had somebody sitting in the car next to me that was trying to talk me out of it.
0: Everyone and needs it would to have know.
1: been easy for me because I was that way to lash out at him, but that's not fair to him.
0: Everyone needs to know. I'm never, I don't know about this mac and cheese moment, but I've seen it when he was getting ready for a live event and he needs to work on this software to go live, and I had to work with him.
1: Oh, my that God. wasn't that wasn't a mac and cheese. That was just a tantrum. Mac and cheese is bad. Mac and cheese. Mac and cheese moments for me are really bad.
0: Mac and cheese moments. I say horrible things about myself. Uh, well, you know what, Taylor? I got you. I'll say horrible things about you for you. <laughs>
1: Thank you. Thank you. Um, okay. That's why why I stay a part of this afterthought media party, because I know I can always count on the host to make sure that all of my needs are met.
0: Yeah. Now, uh, let's, let's, let's do this workroom game now. Okay. Okay. What I did, and it, it took me a while to find the right moment. I got the screenshots of the boys. Okay. Okay. And with their numbers and everything in a row, I'm going to put two photos in the exclusive tier channel, okay? Okay. Uh, and what we're going to do is we are going to choose our favorites, okay? Okay, excellent.
1: Yes. Oh, geez. All right,
0: how can I make this bigger? <laughs> Take that how you want. Yeah. Uh, so there's two there. It's the it's, It should be in order of the numbers that they are. And humble um, Pie in the chat room says tap to enlarge it. So, uh, okay. Oh, yeah, yeah. So, there you go. All right. So, I'm going to write down my favorites, okay, who okay. I like. You know what's funny is let's, let's not count numbers one and two because they're always on the show. Okay. Right? So, they're and that's for uh, Jason J. Carter and um, Sean Morales. They're not going to count in this. This is for the new people who are here this episode. All right? Okay. So, it's two through the end. And I'm going to write down who my favorites are just from looking at this. And um, it's rough because... Yeah, I like that one. And I'm wondering if the people back in the chat room can guess who I like. What's funny is it makes sense why they do these quick cuts. Because actually a lot of the guys aren't particularly attractive. Like numbers 10 and 11. Well, maybe I, don't, maybe, I shouldn't call it for you. Um, okay, uh-huh. I have... In the first batch, I have my numbers. I, have, I think I have four in the first batch. Oh, you do. Oh, I just closed Discord. Um, you know what? I have the great the luxury of having the actual photos here, so I'm gonna look at those. Okay, so the let us do the first batch first. Okay. All right, hold on. I'm getting my. I, I'm not even looking at the second batch yet. Uh, I have two and a maybe. I have no. You know what? I have two and two maybes. I have four, just total. Okay, I have four total. Two of them are for sure. Two of them are maybes. Okay, so uh, let me do my maybes right here. Okay. Okay. Is it we meaning maybe what? Maybe we want them to do things to us? No, just more. I can't tell from this shot, but it okay. looks like yes. But uh, no. Okay, so oh no. You know what? I'm changing it. I'm changing it. I have five. Oh, you I have, have five. five. You have five. Yeah. Okay, Taylor. Why don't you name your five people? I like three. Okay. I like 4 Mm-hmm. I like five. Okay. I like six. Mm-hmm. And I like eight. Interesting. You, you and I agree on two of them. Okay. Who do okay. you like? I like three and four. Number three. And what's funny, because number three's body isn't as good as the others, but man, he is so cute. That face. Yeah, that face. The face it's... with the dark hair, yes. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. Number three, yeah, for sure. Uh, four is just standard issue twink um i like them right Mm -hmm. um but five six don't do it for me here are my maybes seven and nine okay nine
1: no and you're wrong and here's why (laughs) well i said i said it's a maybe so tell me why i'm wrong okay because he i actually have a note about this Mm -hmm. of when he pulls down his pants he does this weird like trying to like this mini thrust thing oh really and 8, like, looks at him and has this, you're gross look on his oh, face. Oh, really? It's this funny, funny moment. Yeah. So he's the, because 9 is the first one to pull his pants down. Oh. Plus, I hate those tattoos on the cum gutter. I, I'm not a big fan
0: of tattoos. Who's the either. one that had, like, the big schwants Is he in this batch? We, uh, we, we I think he's in it. the, I think he's in the other one. Okay, he's so we, we okay, we have their ones for, okay, so now let's go to batch number two, Taylor. Okay, so batch, batch number, number two. two, I have five. I haven't even looked at it yet. I haven't oh, even looked at okay. it yet, but I'll look at it right now. So batch number two, well, there's some, okay, obviously I'm just going to call it, I'm going to have a thing for Brent Corrigan. He, to me, is like the ultimate twink and will always um, – okay. Yeah, this is this is weird because when you've seen Brent Corrigan recently, he's definitely
1: more like – muscle
2: yeah he's Brent more like a guy
0: and what's funny everyone i said this in the episode then i'll say it now he is better looking now yes than he was then or as a yeah. twink yeah he's he aged very 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 well i'm gonna be honest with you i only have oh i have four in this one too i have five oh, really? I,
1: have, I have four yeses and a maybe
0: okay so who are your who are yours taylor my maybe is number 12 oh really? i would never be he looks like a jeff bezos just walked in
1: my mate he is somebody that i would have lived with in the dorms yeah and would have been a nice guy but he mm-hmm. would have been a jock that i would not have seen a lot of. and i probably would have caught a couple of quick glances at his dick in the shower yeah. okay. just to kind of see it mm-hmm. but not you know he's he's cute yeah um thir- brent corrigan is is cute mm-hmm. uh so that means that Robbie, that's 14 is Robbie from yeah. Finding Prince Charming? Yeah. Oh, that then that's not who I thought it was, but that's fine. He's not on my list. Um 17 Miles Davis Moody can do whatever he wants to me. Mm-hmm. Um 18 is very 18 looks very Guido, very South Jersey to me.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Uh 19 and 22
0: interesting okay so here am so i own. actually
1: had, i had six on that on that list, okay so
0: on my list 13 brett and yes but i'm wondering if i would, what i would have thought if i didn't know who it was right i don't know but you would have like you would have liked him i would have you're right let's be honest okay now um but you know who i think loses because i know who he is is, is robbie i bet you robbie would have been a yes had i not known who he is well robbie kind of had a weird
1: like chicken chest like it wasn't like really, it was. He almost had like that concave type chest. It looked yeah. like
0: it yeah, wasn't. Yeah. It was,
1: yeah, me being the apex of the male
0: physique. Yeah, you know, I I am I am a complete expert on critiquing these boys. Now, uh, I wasn't impressed. Seventeen, yeah, Miles Davis Moody for sure, for sure. But here's the other thing too: nineteen and twenty-two. Holy fucking shit! Yes. 19, did I say nineteen? Yeah, I did say nineteen. You did. Yeah. Now I do have a maybe. My maybe though is fifteen. okay i, I guess we I, I, you,
1: you like tall guys so that's maybe maybe that plays i like a short role guys
0: too <laughs> i like them all like them all mm-hmm. all right so um uh, uh yeah okay so that's our little game now you know who who our favorites are interesting 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 all right very good um all right moving on um, I gotta pull all my window. I close all these windows and everything. I, so I can Now I'm going game. through it, reading everybody's. Oh yeah, uh, what reading are, everybody's. What
1: are uh, th- so we've got some people liking uh nine, fifteen, twenty, twenty-one, nine, thirteen, fifteen, eighteen, twenty-one, and then one is the only hot one.
0: One. Oh, because yeah, Jason jake so Carter. Yeah. Uh, all right, here we go. Uh, next. Oh, so Ivy Winters was named the winner of the challenge, and she won a phone call home, which of course they did that shitty thing. We'll just talk about it now, where like they, they, they show the phone call, and Jinx just they're like coming up, you know, and it's like yeah. Jinx saying, "I have a crush on Ivy," and then it shows like, "I love you." I'm like, why are they? Why do they lie? Do yeah, they know- I wrote an I wrote a note about that.
1: Just that it's the. I wonder if they think people buy still buy that. Because they still do that on the on current season. Oh yeah. They didn't do it on Drag Race UK. Yeah, well, because they don't have commercials. Oh, that's right. Yeah. But I mean, did anybody watch it on logo? Did they try to do that when they show commercials on logo? I would be curious. I don't know. Um also can we talk about Andrew Christian? Sure. Like the now actual
0: I, person. Okay. Now I know in, in the in the in the private episode you talked about your distaste for him. Has that well, changed?
1: No. He's still he's somebody that had he not looked like he'd been dipped in a vat of olive oil, I might have thought was cute because mm-hmm. he's kind of my type as far as he's like the little kind of cubby sort of. But there's something about him. Plus, he looks like where it, anytime he says one line, mm-hmm. that's it.
2: Mm-hmm. And then
1: anytime they show him, he's constantly looking around the studio while Rue is playing the game
2: mm-hmm.
1: with, the, with the contestants. It's it's kind of weird that he's there. I guess he just figured he wanted to be a part of the the machine that is Drag Race. Yeah. But I, it's not, I wasn't, I wasn't impressed with him. Mm-hmm. And he was,
0: he's on other seasons, I feel like. Just, just he back it's it's the same thing. Yeah. It's the same thing. But I, I don't think many more. I think maybe one or two. I don't think it's, it's a lot. We talked on the private
1: show thinking that there was a time limit. But mm-hmm. when you listen back to the challenge, it sounds like who can match
0: all of them. So yes. there
1: probably wasn't a time limit. Yeah, they even it say, was just however long it took you to yes. get matched
0: everybody. And who had the shortest amount of time to do it. Right. Yeah. Which is a smart way of doing it. Uh, Alright, next RuPaul announced this week's main challenge. For this week's main challenge you'll be creating and marketing your own signature fragrance. You'll come up with the scent a name, a package and then film your own commercial. In the workroom, Alyssa annoys Jinx. Ivy Winters confesses that she's always wanted to create her own fragrance. Alaska is working hard to win this particular challenge, and a smitten Jinx flirts with Ivy Winters. During the table visits, Alaska needs to make her perfume's name stand out. Roxy's scent smells like food. Coco's title is confusing. Alyssa doesn't know what her secret is, and Ivy needs to go back to the drawing board for her scent. Taylor, any thoughts on the workroom, on the table visits, on the main challenge, tell us, tell us what you think, Taylor. That's what we're all well, here for. I think that the table reads were
1: I just wrote down standard fare. Mm-hmm. There was it where she would walk up, she'd ask them what they're doing, mm-hmm. they would tell her, she mm-hmm. would tell them they were wrong, and then she'd yeah. walk away and leave them all confused. Yeah. Um, I it, it kind of shows that it's this one sort of picks out who in the group maybe smarter than who's not in the group <laughs> you know i mean even the whole Alyssa secret where she didn't really have a secret mm-hmm. was was funny the you know my name is my name is coco but i'm going to call it Ruanamal. <laughs> um so weird. which I, I, I appreciate Alyssa. not Alyssa. i appreciate michelle mm-hmm. calling that out that she's kissed clearly kissing rupaul's ass at this point
0: meanwhile um, Ru- uh, d- 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 michelle's lips are covered in sh- rupaul's shit on her mouth
1: yeah, well, there's a metal picture I didn't need, but yeah, that that's, it's you know. Whereas I feel like
0: when we, especially when we get to the commercials, Can you imagine Ru Michelle's face buried in RuPaul's <laughs> butt crack. Do I have to? <laughs> what, 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 paint a picture for me. Where are they? When well, this it's, is it's funny that you're saying that because what I'm thinking, of, like, what I should have pulled is the clip of RuPaul smelling Alaska scent. And she goes like Yeah, that's the stuff. I'm like, we could have done that with Michelle <laughs> making some noise, and that would be like the scene of them of Michelle eating out Rue Paul's ass.
1: Now, is Rue in
0: drag? At no, this no, no, point no, no. Rue's Rue, no she, Rue's in boy clothes. She she's in her uh, mm-hmm. She's a wearing Epstein like Epstein yeah, yeah, suits she's, or whatever, her, her, like an orange Parker Klein Epstein Parker suit or anything like that. So she's in an orange suit, yeah, orange suit, and she and then Michelle. Where are they? Are
1: they in, in Rue's estate in the Hollywood Hills, mm-hmm. or are they at the yeah.
2: they
0: World of Wonder office? Yeah, Michelle's come, come contract over. Contract negotiations. Yeah, and then she comes over and she's- and and it's, by the way, Rue's just doing Michelle a favor. Michelle's like, I just need to get in there. Oh, and Michelle! It's this isn't about the well. If you want to be part of season twelve, no, no, did, no. This In my is head, just
1: a, Michelle likes it. Michelle, it's been a while, and yeah. I really kind of I just need some of that chocolate starfish. Yeah, like that's
0: okay. Yeah, and okay. Then, and Rue was like, "Oh, okay."
1: So is is Rue
0: bent over? Is
1: Rue on her back? Is he's Roo bent? Uh, Rue's
0: bent over. Rue's bent over. But you know, this leads me to think like, how this seems. Do you and and uh, Babalu have a process? For what? Eating ass? Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, Why are you thinking over? I'm going to tell you something. We might. <laughs> Oh, really? There's a process.
1: There's not a process. It just kind of happens. But, but, but if for some reason it's not supposed to happen,
2: mm-hmm.
1: parties are made aware very quickly. Mm-hmm. No, no. No, no.
0: Well, I was with a guy. This is actually so... I don't know if it's sexy for anybody else. But I had this, you know... Uh, regular uh you know friends with benefits and he would come over to my place and if he mm-hmm. wasn't ready uh he would go like let's go to the bathroom he would take a shower he would take like, a really sexy shower as he cleaned himself mm-hmm. you know and then I would just go to town after that Ugh. I loved eating him out I have no problem with that
1: no. not for you I'm talking for me that's 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 something I have, i have no I have no problem in engaging in that. here's the deal I don't like to be eaten out I, it's been a while for me, mm-hmm. but I I used to like it. Well, one of the, one of the last times that I did it before, I love how we go for talking about Drag Race, to eating ass. One of the last that's times, the show, Taylor. That 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 that's it. That's our brand. Mm-hmm. Um, before Babalu, a guy came over and was eating my ass, and he blew air like he almost gave me like a raspberry on my ass, on purpose, and I thought I I thought I thought farted mm-hmm. because all of a sudden I'm just like, where did that come from? And I was, he was he was like, no, that was me. That was me. I totally did it. Mm-hmm. I was like, okay, d- don't do that again, and then mm-hmm. pretty much proceeded to
0: let him go back to doing what he was doing. I'm not even joking, and maybe I'm making uh, I would say and I'm not even joking, I would say maybe 10% of my, I'm totally over Cameron now, but my getting over, that made it difficult to get over Cameron was we never lived out this fantasy where he wanted me to eat his ass out, and I wanted to eat his ass out, and it just never happened. And I was like, God, okay. just get in there, just one time, even <laughs> just one time. Yeah. Well, well, Christmas is here. <laughs> Maybe you can ask Santa for that. No, Taylor, I'm completely devoted to somebody named Aiden. I don't know if he's still devoted to me, but um, but I, by the way, I have it. it has nothing to do with Aiden. No, it's just you know. No, 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 okay. no, 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 no. I have an update in something else. Okay, we'll put, add that to the list of your
1: Boba Fett doll and Rise of Skywalker and and the lawsuit and all the other stuff. What's the lawsuit? We'll oh, the lawsuit. Yeah, 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 yeah. The lawsuit. Mm-hmm. So, so all right. So then I have a question for you. Would you rather get head or give head? Give one hundred percent. Me too. I would, It's so I, funny. I, this, I love sucking dick.
0: It's so funny that you say this. The just this morning I woke up. Okay, there's this guy. Okay, I don't know how to explain this. There's this—he's actually straight, okay. Uh-huh. There's a straight guy that I know who um, is kind—not annoying in a classical sense, annoying in a revenge of the nerds kind of way. Uh-huh. He looks super nerdy, and he kind of talks like this, you know, right? You know, like that. But he has a beautiful giant fucking dick, okay. Which uh-huh. of course that's the way God works, you know. <laughs> He moves in mysterious ways. This guy looks like a puppet. Okay. He looks like a 30 year old puppet. All right. Okay. With his big, giant, fucking huge dick. Okay. He's straight and he can't okay. get a girlfriend. He can't get a girlfriend to save his life, can't get laid. And there's a part of me that goes like, that wants to be like, listen, let's work something out here. <laughs> How do you know he has a big dick? He's showed it to me. I have pictures. Okay. Yeah. I have a lot of people who, like, they get off on sending me pictures of their dicks. Okay. Yeah. And straight guys. Straight guys, yeah. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. And so um I want to be like, can we just work something out where I just fucking suck your dick and you just watch porn or something like that? Like, you see, like, in these... Point of it, because like I just want to suck his dick, so I don't want, I don't care about him. In fact, if there was a way for him to detach it and leave <laughs> it with me and then come pick it up later like a like a dog or something, I would right. love that. Right? So you mm-hmm. want to be like a Jake Cruz of Afterthought Media? Yeah, 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 yeah.
1: Okay.
0: Um So anyway, um <laughs> what is uh, anyway, well, <laughs> We're gonna, guys. Everyone should know. That there's a chat room for the exclusive tier, and there's so much going on in the exclusive tier <laughs> chat room that I have to <laughs> minimize it. Cause I can't. There's so much going on because Taylor, you don't know this. There's one person in there, Jordan Darling, um, and I've talked. I've cleared this by him, Taylor. I can talk about this. Okay. I-, I must have had a dream or something, but now I need to get inside Jordan Darling, like nobody's business. What? Yeah. 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 I, I, I don't know. I just need I just need to make it happen. Jordan needs to tell me what I need to do to make that happen. If I need to lose two hundred pounds, I'll fucking start running right now. But yeah, I need to get inside Jordan, darling, and just fuck the living shit out of him. And I've cleared so with this the, with him. So with I the thirty
1: dollars tier of Patreon, will have video of Joe running.
0: <laughs> yeah, I know. Well, that's Lori's fantasy. She wants to have a p- tier where people watch us work out, which I've told her under no circumstances will that ever happen. <laughs> and she keeps bringing it up. When is Fat Camp coming back? Oh, we've changed the name to what? The Pig Crew. <laughs> well, <laughs> I'm sure that will get lots of new listeners. By the way, credit to, to Lori Rogan for exercise. Yeah, credit to Lori Rogan Camp for that title. <laughs> not not Joe the Pig Crew. Uh, I don't know. It should come back. I know you're right, I, especially since I'm doing a cleanse with Mercedes and Chris starting like January one. Well, I was, was going to say, this is the time of year. Mm-hmm. It's,
1: you know, resolutions and all that sort of stuff.
0: Yeah. You should give uh, it a shot. Maybe I will. Maybe I will, Taylor. Let's move on because we've 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 really veered off. This is – people want to know why we need a script. We need a script so I can know, like, where do we go back to? And I have it right here. <laughs> okay. Uh, well, let's talk about the Jinx and Ivy. <laughs> oh, that's well, we're not. I don't, think, <laughs> we're, I don't think we're there yet we're not there yet no you we did
1: talk about oh it. yeah yeah
0: she flirts with ivy yeah okay uh-huh right okay uh, we're, we're uh, the, the, then you've got like ivy that i know you 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 think ivy's cute as a boy but no no I no no, 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 no. She, remember i told you remember i told you there was one thing that i changed my mind on from the private show uh-huh i listened to that and i'm like i do not think ivy is cute as a boy no she ivy does is not way way do too pale whale
1: way too way too thin yes and, and you mentioned like Jack
0: Skellington. Yes. And you mentioned, and I didn't, and this is before I heard it. I, maybe it's because of HDTV or whatever, but uh-huh. you mentioned her yellow teeth. Yeah. Uh, her, we, not even that they're yellow, but they're off color. There's a whole thing going on. And I noticed it this time when I watched it before I heard the episode. Because uh, mm-hmm. both the listener and I are like, what are you talking about, Taylor? We don't know what you're talking about with the yellow teeth. But if you watch it in HD, you're like, oh, Ivy has something going on with her teeth. Ain't yeah. nothing going on, yellow teeth. <laughs> anyway. Um, you bet to have a DDS. <laughs> <laughs> if you want to eat my ass. Okay. <laughs> 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 so anyway, uh, uh, so, so that is the one thing I've changed my opinion on. I do not find, I went. you know what? I don't think she's ugly. I think she's very beautiful. But there's something very asexual about her to me. Well, asexual can be beautiful. Asexual can be, you know, it's uh, she's she's not. Well, my I'm saying cup of that tea. she's beautiful as a
1: queen. As a queen, she's gorgeous. Yeah,
0: no, even as a boy, she's gorgeous. I just there's nothing sexual about
1: her. I feel like we're saying this so that we don't get all the Ivy Winter stands coming out. <laughs> <of this>. <laughs> <laughs> all four of the yeah. Ivy Winter stands that are yeah. out there.
0: So uh, You're so mean to my queen. But we did talk about this. This is true that we did, and this is a good thing to mention here. Is you know, later on, so we can just cover it now. Jinx talks about how she thinks this could turn into a relationship, and and blah 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 blah. And one of us, and it could have been the listener, could have been you, could have been me, brought up. They seem to have gotten really tight here in this workroom, and Ivy's never mentioned her long-term boyfriend who they've gotten married since. Yeah, uh, that just never comes up. Or what is what is Jinx thinking here? Well,
1: it may be – be, okay, I, I heard that too as far as this may be the beginning of a relationship. And if it like, would have been for that, I would have been like Innocent Crush. Right, but I think that it could have been a our interpretation of relationship by way of the way it was edited – Maybe different than what she meant as far as that we I may have a really good friendship here or we Mm -hmm. may be where we just kind of have I have I have friends that I mean my husband is aware that I get all flirty and giggly with when I'm around them and they get flirty giggly with me but we both know it's that's as far as it goes. So maybe she was looking at it as beyond the scope of the competition that maybe Mm -hmm. this is something different. But but the way they were presenting it with the where they're sitting six inches away from each other and you've got Ivy going poison rosebud at her saying it the whole thing was it just kind of looked the perception that they were trying to create looked a little different because this is also something that
0: this is really sort of the first we're hearing about this all season. Well, what Taylor's talking about a moment where they're in the workroom and Alyssa's working on her stuff, and Ivy sneaks up behind her and starts ta- they just start chatting, and and Ivy says that she's going to call her um sit- fragrance Poisoned Rosebud, and Jinx is like, Ivy, you know that that's another word for asshole, right? And she's like, um, yeah, yeah, you dumb bitch. Of course I knew that, you know, <laughs> yeah. We're all doing dumb double entendres here. Why do you think I'm such an idiot, and, right? Uh, but anyway,
1: that's the Moment I was talking about. But go ahead. But it th- that whole thing of where they're sitting like really close next to each other and and I and Jinx is gazing into Ivy's eyes and it it just was not I get that they were trying to create something, but for me, I was just – I was sort of watching that and making a face. I, I, I just wrote know, down that it was, it was
0: creepy, sad, and odd. In Jinx's defense, though, I could see – I can tell that Ivy's one of the people who's just a, a genuinely sweet person. Right. And so just always – not that she's intentionally flirting, but if you were looking for it and you were attracted to her, I could see how you would think, oh, she's into me. Just by the way she engages with people.
1: Well, and you've got a room full of people that nobody seems to be giving Jinx the time of day and nobody seems to be giving Jinx the credit that she deserves at Mm -hmm. this point. So when you've got somebody that's being a genuine, genuinely kind person, Mm -hmm. it's easy for that for you to get wrapped up in that and to have that where that that's, you know, that Mm steamrolls and you get thinking about things of that sort. Are you okay,
0: Taylor? Are you you choking up again over Jinx? No. (laughs)
1: No, I had to burp again. Again, thank you for pointing that out. Another thing that I noticed during the table reads is we have another example of where Rue is talking to somebody Mm -hmm. and they cut to this weird quick shot of Alyssa looking bored and eating. (laughs) I don't know if this is something that goes on for the – because I know that we don't have that much longer with Alyssa. Mm -hmm. But I I almost want to go back now and see how many times they cut to this where she's usually like slowly eating a bag of chips Mm -hmm. with her weird soft chin and just kind of looking off into the distance
0: where she looks like she has no clue where she is. It was was a giggle moment. I've never noticed – you're very perceptive on these things. I never noticed these things.
1: Well, it was blatant when – Last week's episode with Coco, where when she was interviewing Coco and they kept flashing over to Alyssa, this had nothing to do with Coco this week. It was somebody else Mm because Coco was actually in the shot of Mm -hmm. where Coco was talking to Alyssa and Alyssa is just kind of looking off eating chips or cheese puffs or something and Mm -hmm. just sort of staring off into the distance. It just it's it was it was funny to me. That's all.
0: All right, very good. It's time to film the commercials. Michelle Visage and special guest judge Aubrey O'Day are there to offer their critiques. Jinx goes over the top. Ivy's energy is a little low. Coco's a little much. Detox is low energy. Alyssa is just plain weird. Alyssa, Alaska amuses. Keep, this happened on the private show. Uh-huh. Everyone should know. I kept saying Alyska.
2: Uh-uh
0: uh because if i have Alyssa and alaska next to each other i'll say that and i almost said it alaska amuses the judges while roxy showed up unprepared um let's talk about this but i also want to use this moment but let's talk about this time with aubrey o'day and michelle filming but when we're done there let's talk and i have each finished product if you want to hear any of them i figured we would do that Yeah, yeah yeah let's talk about that now uh so let's first talk about the filming what were your I mean as obviously we were not fans of Aubrey O'Dane. I think this is the part where her behavior was most egregious. But what 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 were your thoughts here Taylor on Aubrey? Or the whole thing, just the whole filming process. Well, right again, st-
1: standard fare. We've seen this before of where were the ones that, you know, some of them didn't look like they knew what they were doing and the commercials ended up being really good, yeah. i.e. Jinxes.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Um I thought that, you know, Alaska's Seemed to be where it was the same as the actual commercial itself, yeah. you know, where they were, they were having a good time watching her do it. And then the commercial itself is, is probably my favorite of the commercials. Mm-hmm. Um, I, the whole idea of Jinx, not Jinx, Roxy, not really, where I'm just going to say words. Mm-hmm. I've done that in presentations before. <laughs> Yeah. Where I've just thought, oh, I'm just going to wing it. And it's not a good feeling. No, Where you just, you kind of have a, you have a checklist in your head of words that you want to say. Mm-hmm. And sometimes you sort of feel like you, I feel like I've done it on the show, even with notes that I've taken mm-hmm. where I'm like, oh, I want to get that point in, even though it has nothing to do with what we're talking about. Mm-hmm. Um, And she was wanting to talk about juicy and fruity and food and talking about like maple. I don't, I wouldn't want to smell like maple.
0: Yeah, that was a weird choice. Uh, Roxy is one of these one. Let's talk about when we get to the commercial part of it. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're going talk about the commercial, but let's talk about the filming right now.
1: Yeah, but I mean, the whole idea of where it seemed like every time anybody did anything, mm-hmm. they would flash to Aubrey O'Day with her big eyes and her whole like, oh, I don't know, sort of look on her face. And it was like every single person got one or more of those. And then some of the comments that were made just felt, as I said this on the private show, it feels like she was thinking Michelle's only got a year or two left. So this is my audition to be the next Michelle Visage Mm -hmm. because really reality TV is really the only thing I'm any good at. Mm -hmm. So I'm going to, if I come in and act like the bitch, which she definitely did on the runway, Mm -hmm. but this was the beginnings of this. Yeah. It, it, you know, it's when Michelle is the one giving constructive
0: criticism, Mm -hmm.
1: you know, that it looks bad for Aubrey O'Day
0: yeah even though michelle was laughing hysterically all her jokes i was just like this is not funny but maybe she's in that uncomfortable like oh god this guest is here and she's awful yeah
1: um, it reminded me of um the episode of season eight with uh tori spelling and jenny garth okay and well, because i went to that season i went to the um Battle of the Catwalk or whatever mm-hmm. it was. And they talked about the fact that Jenny, Gar- Jenny Garth was sort of that kind of, okay, whatever. And Alexis Michelle talked about the fact that she was a bitch. Like Jenny oh, really? Garth was horrible to work with.
0: Oh. So, she should know she's one got, of the producers. I kind of got shades of, of that with this. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, yeah, look, Aubrey Day was horrible. Uh, this when, when Jinx was posing upside down with the um, – Pick crew. She's like, "This is what you're doing." I went to act. I'm like, "What are you doing? What is that That's stupid?" And then here's the thing with Coco's commercial. Coco's commercial and scent are awful for d- reasons that have nothing to do with the leopard on leopard. Which one thing I want to point out was Michelle was wearing leopard, but um, <laughs> is that Aubrey? And I'm, I'm, all, I'm not gonna. I'm actually not gonna throw Michelle under the bus here because I'm gonna say Michelle did a weak attempt at trying to protect Coco, but also. Um, you know, it's awkward. You have a guest there and they're saying things and being crazy. You don't know what to do. So I'm going to not throw Michelle under the bus, but um, Aubrey's critique here is not good with Coco. Cause she's her critique is that Coco's wearing leopard and there's a leopard background and it's too much leopard. Mm-hmm. And we're at a weird transition here in season five. I feel that's a critique that actually they would get now but this is still in the, I feel like season one, they wouldn't have because it's so drag to do that. You know, do right. You, does that make sense? So yeah. like drag is about the exaggeration of femininity to the point of ridiculousness, uh, especially old school drag. And so I don't think, I think Coco was making a choice and not in an uninformed way. in, like, this is an old school drag thing to do. I'm going to put leopard on leopard and it's going to be way too much leopard. And that's just being drag. Yeah. And so uh I now whether you think the choice works or not, I think Coco was taking it to a campy place and she got called out on it, which they didn't bring that up during the critiques of the commercial. So I think that the judges for the most part got it. Now that now, once we hear the commercial in a bit, You'll understand the co- the commercial and the tent didn't work for other reasons. But right. I I don't know if necessarily the, the leopard on leopard is the reason. Um, it reminded me
1: the whole I feel like she was trying to go for a Grace Jones in Boomerang.
0: Okay. Have you ever seen Boomerang? No, I've never seen Boomerang. I know, I know okay. what it's about though. Yeah.
1: Grace Jones plays a character named Stranger, Okay, who is this very over-the-top. Like everything is leopard and crazy outfits, and she does she does a commercial mm-hmm. for a perfume. Oh, Stranger does. Stranger does in oh, the movie, okay. and and the tag Stranger, it stinks so good. Like that's mm-hmm. the, that's the tagline for the. Mm-hmm. And I feel like that is sort of what Coco was going for with this.
0: Yeah. Film. With um, so I guess we can just leave it there. We talked about the. I'm trying to think. If there's anything else here with the filming of the commercial? We covered Jinx. We covered Coco. Um. Uh, all right. Uh, right. Let's move on to the actual commercial. So do you want to hear them all, Taylor? They're not, they're not very long. Or do you want to have select we can ones? Hear, I mean, they're all only oh, like, what, 15, 20 seconds? I know what I want to talk about. I want to talk about Ivy's. Yeah. I am going to throw Michelle under the bus here for this one. I've said it before, and I'll say it again. Michelle Visage is nothing but a mouthpiece for the producers. But you're telling me I, Ivy throws that scene up. She thinks it's New York City. Okay? It's actually mm-hmm. Tokyo. And Michelle goes, "Um, that's Tokyo. And you're telling me? Now, I could see someone like Michelle, who grew up in Jersey, going, knowing that's not New York. Okay? Right. Because <coughs> it doesn't actually it doesn't look a lot like New York. It looks too futuristic. But her going, that's Tokyo. You're like, bitch, someone told you it was Tokyo. Like, <laughs> you didn't just know that's Tokyo. You right. know? Anyway. Okay, that's the only thing I wanted to say. All right, here we go. First one, Coco with, well, she's going to say her name for, her, for perfume. Here we go.
2: Animal by Coco. Wow, exotic essence of a woman.
0: Okay, your thoughts on Coco's commercial, Taylor?
1: I think that if they had focused on the noise, it did make me laugh. On the when they said coming up next, and they added the lion noise as she opened her mouth at one point. Uh huh. If she, had go- if she had gone full into that uh-huh. during the commercial, because mm-hmm. it, it, they used the line noise when the guys got the mask, when Sean Morales has the mask on.
2: Mm-hmm. If
1: they had done it where she was the one making the noises and stuff, mm-hmm. I think it would have been funnier. But still, there's
0: no sentences or anything. It's just
1: random words that are put mm-hmm. together. All
0: right. Uh, yeah, you know, it, 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 the words don't make any sense apart from it. And who knows what it smelled. They did judge him on the scent. And we don't know what the scent was. Yeah. That, that's a tough one to do. All right, next well, one. Well,
1: apparently a bunch of them smelled like grandma's badge.
0: Yeah, yeah, thank, thank
1: yeah, you. Which, Aubrey, which, fuck off.
2: Yeah.
0: All right, next we have Alaska.
2: Dangerous. Flawless. Overpriced. Whether you're getting red the house down, your makeup is terrible. <laughs> or just ready to go down, the exciting new fragrance, red.
0: <laughs> By the way, that's a real RuPaul laugh. That is not yeah. a fake RuPaul laugh.
2: Yeah. For filth, are you red? E for me?
0: Uh, Alaska's commercial, Taylor. I loved Alaska. Why oh,
1: I mean, We got the classic, your makeup is terrible mm-hmm. out of it, which I know is a is a quote from The, the, Queen, from
0: the Queen. By Crystal LaBeija. I couldn't remember. And, and I was so mad. The I was, was one, one of the people.
1: Pepper LaBeija, the yeah, private show. Yeah. 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 In the pr- it's so,
0: but it's, I had one of those experiences where I'm the listener, and I'm screaming <laughs> in my car going, it's Crystal LaBeija, you dumb fuck. You know? Which you're not the first faggot in the world to scream that by themselves in a car.
1: <laughs> <laughs> for for some random reason. Whatever reason. Yeah. Um I think the fact that when when Rue came to her and said, I'm gonna call it red, and she's like, somebody's called a, you know, which I believe is Elizabeth Arden okay. has, as has a perfume called Red, the fact that she changed it to red for filth is a great branding, especially for somebody like Alaska, mm-hmm. who at this point was Kind of in that freak category of drag, Mm -hmm. you know, had, had drag race, had she not been on drag race, I could have seen Alyssa, Alyssa clearly, (laughs) I just did Alyssa, Alyssa clearly could have been a Dragula girl. Alaska could have clearly been a Dragula girl. Alaska, sorry. Alaska could have been a Dragula girl. So uh, when you have this, the branding, everything about it, it's funny. When she says overpriced and she turns around, she doesn't know. what I, I, that, yeah. that is a great classic moment
0: of the show. I, lo- I love this commercial. I well, think it's commercial great. Well, also, in terms of gameplay, it's brilliant. As RuPaul makes us a, a vague suggestion, like, I think there is one called Red. And a lot of Queens, Ivy Winters is a good example, go like, well, I got to start the – oh, I, I my microphone. <laughs> <laughs> I have to start this whole process all over again, you know? Right. And she didn't. She goes, okay, well, how can I take what I have and just tweak it? right and that made it better you know it was was great all right next we have ivy winters
2: dress code by ivy winters for the glamorous girl on the go not only does it smell good but it changes your style dress code by ivy winters the scent that changes your style
0: all right. Well, it's not funny, and we and so she does a a, a, a dress change, you know, yeah, a quick change during the. Commercial. Well, she says
1: the exact same thing twice. Yeah, it changes yeah. your style, dress code. It changes your style. That's yeah. especially what these can't be what more than fifteen seconds long. They're fifteen seconds long. Yeah, yeah. so that's not enough. You, you you need to if if you've only got that long, repeating yourself twice is not a good thing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's similar to. Okay, I listen to um, CNN a lot on Sirius XM and even like listening to Howard Stern and stuff. And when they play commercials, they will say a phone number at the end of the commercial like four times in a row. Mm-hmm. And it's super annoying. This this is kind of the same vibe of that.
0: Uh, Yes, it is. I will say, in defense of these people, that the ad copy often says to read it a certain number of times. No, I get that, but.
1: It, and it sticks with me. The number sticks with me for about mm-hmm. five seconds after it's done, but not enough to makes me want to call. It annoys me too much. I'm like, I will purposely go to your competitor because I don't want to deal with your ad.
0: Yeah. Well, I think – and I'm not going to get into this. Okay. The Next we have <laughs> Detox. Here we go.
2: Seduction. Addiction. Heroin. Sexy. Sultry. Heroin. Ah! The new addiction for – See,
0: that's RuPaul's fake laugh. There are certain people, Roxy gets it too, where like RuPaul's is like, well, I wanna I wanna justify why we're keeping them. So I'm gonna right.
2: live. woman Available at the clinic.
0: Your thoughts on detox is
1: commercial. Available at the clinic is cute. It is a cute way to end it. Mm-hmm. I thought she looked beautiful mm-hmm. in this. I I used to like when she did the heroin, mm-hmm. but then I know that you are not a big fan of that. And I feel like you're starting to sway me with that. Style of humor, it's but just that's overdone. something that I I get that it's 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 a it's easy it's yeah. easy for dry queens to do yeah we've seen that it's before. it's it's an it's an easy it's an easy reaction on a Thursday night or on a Saturday night at a club where there's where there's a bachelor party going on because then yeah, it makes yeah, everybody yeah, yeah. scream when you suddenly do the you know hey what are you doing, doing yeah that I I
0: so so I you, you have you have allowed me to. Recognize something that I know. I, I know to, the joke still works though because I have well, content people here. They'll hear and they'll see it, and they go, "Oh, it's so funny!" Ha 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 ha. That's a dude. That's a dude. He you does know, that. And like, I think that happens. Lori, Lori loved it on an episode of Dracula, and I was like, "That was so clever." When I'm like, "Lori, that joke is so overdone. It's like the oldest drag queen joke in the book." Oh, the slasher film episode. Oh, uh, okay. All right. Yeah. Wow, Taylor knows which one it is and everything. All right, next we have Alyssa Edwards.
2: Every woman has a secret. And my secret happens to be a little bigger. And what exactly is my secret? (sighs) Why, it's Alyssa's secret. For the desire and the inspire. Okay, what are your
0: thoughts on this one, actually? This is one where I think that they sort of fuck with us here. I feel
1: like this is... (laughs) This is what Alyssa thinks the world is like in her brain, mm-hmm. especially with the whole where I'm going to laugh and throw my head back. And mm-hmm. I think that she actually goes through life thinking that she's this person. Mm-hmm. It's it's not a good – plus, she's another one that she says secret like three times in four seconds. Mm-hmm. That it's, it's just – it's not good. It's boring. It's a boring commercial.
0: I like it. Uh, let me you put it this way. I think it's the best one. No, I think it's somewhere in the middle. I don't think it's any wetter or worse than Detox. I think Roxy's is worse. I think Coco's is worse.
1: Uh, no, because at least with Detox, Detox had funny, okay. or, or she was attempting funny.
2: Uh-huh.
1: Um, and I would say there was more of a concept with Coco's, whereas this one was just sort of I'm going to sit on a throne with two guys sitting next to me. Even with, it was just like a plain white background. Or there was like there was one lamp in the background or something. It just was it was It was not
0: good. But enough for her to be in the bottom two against Ivy. Well, who do we have left? Jinx, Jinx and
1: Roxy. Uh, well, maybe Roxy. Yeah, that's why you're gonna
0: you're gonna hear RuPaul's fake laugh because she has to justify why Roxy's not in the bottom two. Okay. All right, let's listen to Jinxes. Here we go
2: for the girl who lives above her means for the girl who just won't give up for the girl with a dream delusion (laughs) convince yourself
1: all right funny conceptual Mm -hmm. it was it was definitely the most fleshed out of all of the of all of the episodes all of the Mm -hmm. commercials i mean
2: yeah
0: all right, and finally, Roxy Andrews. Thick and juicy
1: for the girls who are like me. <laughs> Thick and juicy for the girls that like to eat and don't worry about being petite.
0: Mm.
2: <laughs> Wait,
0: what's so great about that one? And it smells like maple yeah. Syrup. I don't
1: get why she's laughing with the girls who are like me, and then she just starts laughing.
0: And it smells like food. It smells like maple syrup. Would you wear a cologne? Smell like maple syrup? No. No. I What's your I, favorite I, cologne? Well, I've never worn it, but there was this crush that I had in college. And I don't even know if they still make this cologne. But anytime I, I... I think they do. I think I've smelled a lot of Persian men wearing it or something. But this Jean-Paul Gaultier with the blue and that looks like a man's body. Do they still sell yeah. that cologne? Oh, My dad dude. used to wear that. Oh, I, I love that cologne. I love the smell of that cologne. There's okay. also not... This is a perfume. I got. I got. Next time I have it passed by an old lady wearing it. There's a certain perfume that old ladies wear that I love. Not in a sexual kind of way because they're women, but like it reminds me of like like, more like grade school and like a favorite teacher wearing that perfume. It's like this weird nostalgic sort of. It takes you back. It takes back.
1: Smell is actually our strongest. Our strongest sense for memory Mm -hmm. because certain smells can take you back to certain places Mm -hmm. and and cologne and perfume is definitely something where i can imagine myself being in certain scenarios or certain places when i smell certain
0: things here's a weird one is when i was a kid my parents moved out of la we moved about 50 miles east of los angeles to a place called ontario california not canada Mm -hmm. ontario (laughs) california and at the time, this is why I had sort of this weird childhood. I had sort of like a we would I would go to school in L. A. My, my parents would drive every morning because they worked in L. A. And so every uh-huh. morning I'd wake up at five in the morning, and my grandma would get us ready. For, we would sleep finish sleeping my grandma's. She'd make us breakfast, get us ready for school. And so I'd go to school in L. A. Uh-huh. And then drive back at night. It was a whole thing, right? And um, but at the time, Ontario, California used to be vineyards and like pastures. Okay. So it often smelled like fucking literal bullshit, like cow shit. Okay? (laughs) Okay. It's no longer a vineyard and it's no longer pastures, but there's still something where every that when it's summer and the wind is right, you still get those old manure smells. Yeah. And because of that, when I think about the childhood, it doesn't I don't go like, ooh, I actually think like, oh, that reminds me of being a kid and growing up in Ontario and playing baseball and, you know, um, doing all that. So it's weird. Yeah, smells do bring me back in a weird yeah. kind of way. I
1: uh, – the cologne – you you talked about a guy in college. I, my my best friend in high school who I was secretly – not so secretly in love with. When you, when you put all the clues together, it was clear I was
0: – Is the one you stalked and moved on to Florida for?
1: Yes. I, okay. I, didn't, I didn't actually stalk him much, but yes, I I definitely moved to Florida for him. Um he used to wear Fahrenheit, mm-hmm. which is definitely an old school type color. Like you don't really hear people wearing mm-hmm. it anymore. It's it comes in a bottle that's sort of a teardrop shape, that mm-hmm. it's a gradient. The bottle itself is from a it goes from a black to a red. And but they still sell it. And they sell it at Epcot because they have a perfumery in the France pavilion. Oh, they do. Okay. Yeah. So anytime we go through there you know, usually we'll go over there for baked goods because mm-hmm. fat. But if you walk through the perfume shop, I'll always grab the bottle and I'll always like, like, like just smell it really. And and then I always get a look on my face and and Babalu gives me a dirty look. But I'm I can't help it. But those those memory those smells. Gap used to sell like body sprays or whatever, and there were unisex. And one of the ones they had was grass. Uh-huh, I remember that one. Like yeah. Fresh cotton. Yeah. And this was when I was roommates with Rodan, and he hated when I wore it, but it reminded me of being a kid and mowing the lawn. Yeah. And that's that smell of grass, and I loved that smell. I never so wore it. I'll have to ask him about that the next time I talk to him. So I never wore that
0: grass, by. but I used to smell it whenever I went to the gap. I loved it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I wonder if someone still yeah. makes it. I'm, or, but you know, I'd rather have a candle. I'd rather have a candle with. Like cut, fresh cut grass. Yeah, which is funny because if you now know the biology of cut grass, it's literally the scent of them being like murdered and screaming in pain. Is <laughs> that smell? But uh, it's
1: it's blood. It's grass blood. Is it's the chlorophyll that's all leaving?
0: Yeah. So,
2: do
1: you uh, like the smell of gasoline?
0: I like the smell of gasoline. Here's the other thing too. I like too. the smell of gasoline too. Yeah. I like the smell of cigarettes and cigars. Oh, oh, I love
1: cigars. It. Cigars. I don't want pipes. pipes. Oh, love me of my pipes. Grandfather.
0: Love any kind of tobacco smell. Yeah, but cigarettes? No, cigarettes to
1: me. Yeah, that's, I still that's like. Well, smells. because
0: again, going back to childhood, I had a favorite uncle who used to smoke, and he smelled like cigarettes, and so like I love that smell. I don't. It doesn't right, and my grand,
1: my grandpa used to smoke pipes. So whenever, oh. so it's and it's so rare that you smell that anymore. Mm-hmm. But it's a it, when you do get it, it's just it, it completely takes me back. I, I imagine myself in my grandparents' TV room, like yeah. sitting on the couch next to him while he was watching Benny Hill or whatever it is that he was watching at yeah. the time.
0: Interesting. All right. Uh, It's elimination day and the girls... Oh, we didn't... Yeah, we finished them. And the girls get ready for the runway. Alaska shares her photo book. Let's get back to that. Ivy Winters calls her mom and Jinx admits her secret crush. Now, we've talked about the Ivy Winters. we talked about the Jinx. Alaska. Oh, I I just found this photo book. I captured... I found... But by the way, in the shot, she directly walks to the suitcase, pulls out the book and goes, (laughs) Guys, look at this book. But on the voice,
1: randomly found this book. Yeah, in the voiceover,
0: here. she goes, "I was just going through my suitcase and I just randomly found this book in there." I'm like, no, I just bitch, I just watched you walk directly to your suitcase and pull it out. Yeah, that was that was very contrived. And also, it's
1: one of these where they're open, and it's all these weird pictures of like people with like clown makeup and mm-hmm. and doing all. This. It was very, it was almost like a Boole Brothers. Sort of like, you know, photo,
0: photo journalism. It, it was it was just an audit. was going like,
1: oh god, that's so pretty. Yeah,
0: oh wow, well, look at that. Well, Also, and she's getting emotional. People have to remember even though this has been two months of us watching the show, it's essentially been about two weeks have passed so far. So yeah. it's not like she's been away from them for like months and months and months. It's been about two weeks of filming by this play, stage. And at this point, they know that they're more than halfway through.
1: So yeah. at some point soon, they'll be going home. Yeah. It might just be, like, you You know, we talked about the Roxy thing at the beginning. It mm-hmm. might just be the emotional pressure of it that you're working these 12, 13, 14-hour days. Yeah. And you're not sure what everybody wants from you. And you're you're trying to negotiate all of these other um, personalities in the room. All right. Maybe that's it. Well, I'll, I'll give Alaska a pass. Not Roxy, but I'll give Alaska a pass for all, of all the right. reasons that you talked about earlier.
0: All right. Now it's time for the looks today's uh the category is company spokeswoman they're supposed to dress as the uh, theoretical spokeswoman for their scent company fragrance company taylor any big looks or failures big what were you thinking thinking here
1: my favorite look was alaska i thought alaska looked great wearing she was wearing a combination of black and red and she had on that sort of shocking red wig mm-hmm. and even though she was <laughs> in the bottom two, i really liked Alyssa's look
0: well, Alyssa yeah, well, kind of yeah.
1: looked. She kind of looked like a coked out Delta Burke, okay. for designing women in yeah. it. But it was. It still. It 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 worked for me. Um, the rest of the looks were horrible. Mm-hmm. I didn't like any of them. Um, I, I liked the concept of detoxes. I get that she was trying to be very editorial. She had on sort of a nude and black combination um Mm -hmm. sort of It was some of some of the uh, some of the parts were very restrictive whereas other parts were very sheer Mm -hmm. and she had on no wig but had her hair slicked down Mm -hmm. um but the look it something about it something about it was off as much as i hate agreeing with santino it was it was sort of a miss for for her Mm -hmm. and everybody else just sort of was whatever Uh, did you have anybody that you liked
0: alaska yeah i just called her alaska but did you hear that yeah better than aliska all right back on the main stage alaska is named the winner of the challenge while Alyssa and ivy are placed in the bottom two the song ain't nothing going on but the rent by gwen guthrie after a lip sync battle for their lives Alyssa was told shantae you stay while ivy was asked to sachet away tale the latte boy any final thoughts on the episode on the lip sync on- is there anything we missed what's in your notes what didn't we get
1: The only thing that I really kind of missed was that this week there was no Alyssa versus Coco stuff, Mm -hmm. but there was Alyssa and Coco versus against other people. So you had Coco versus Jinx in Untucked, and you also had Alyssa versus Roxy in Untucked over. They were kind of trashing that, trashing each other Mm -hmm. and talking about the fact, which I thought this was interesting. The detox Was talking about how pissed she was Mm -hmm. that nobody went home last week with one of the two contestants that didn't go home. She was talking about it with Roxy. But then they were also sort of talking about it thinking that if she wasn't – if Rue was going to send anybody home last week, she would have sent home Alyssa.
0: Yeah, now maybe, well, not tough, because there is a moment, I didn't mention it in the script, when they come in the next day before RuPaul does the you got she-mail, Alyssa says in a confessional, I think they all wanted me to go home. Oh, I didn't, I missed that part. It's, it's very, very, very fast. It's Literally, they walk in the next day, they have something that's not Alaska talks, they see something else, and um, it's like, then they do a random cutaway to Alyssa saying, you know all the girl, You know people are mad because there was a double Chante, and I think the girls, everybody here, wishes I would have gone home. Yeah, and then it's like, Ooh, so, you got she mail So it
1: just was. It just was interesting. I, I you get so focused on Jinx versus Roxy and Alyssa versus Coco this season that you forget mm-hmm. that there are other queens that all argue and bicker sometimes. So yeah. to see that is. Interesting to me, it's a different it's a different take on what we used to. Because I just kind of remember this season as being every week until one of them goes home. Mm-hmm. Coco and Alyssa fight, yeah. and they talk about the same things over and over again. And it definitely feels like it feels like the intervention of last week. We're seeing the fruits of that to where they really kind of they didn't trash one another. They didn't do anything. Coco was horrible on Untucked, and even with Coco being as horrible as she was, at one point she gets the she gets the message from home from her husband mm-hmm. and at one point she's very tearful and she's crying and Alyssa is being really supportive of her, which is nice to
0: see. Well, I'm going to say, I think the show's tried to hide this. It feels like there was an off camera, uh, reconciliation because you have a couple I mean, it must've been like three or four episodes ago where they have the, the big blowout, you know, what the fuck you, Alyssa, you know, mm-hmm. and it seems like something happens that we never see Where they actually are kind of okay with each other, with the exception of a few, like, oh, that wasn't fair that you did it to me in the rows and stuff like that. But they don't really seem to be fighting. And it it seems that they do kind of have each other's backs and whatnot uh, by this point. So I feel like there was an off-screen reconciliation that we didn't see. Maybe. Or maybe they hid it from us because they want to keep that feud going. Yeah. Because we know what's going
1: on. Because if they knew that it was done, because at this point, we don't know if at any point there's going to be, you know, those of us who watched it back in 2000, whatever, mm-hmm.
0: if there's still going to be yet another blow up about this. And I'm going to say, actually, what's funny because we asked a listener why he chose this episode. And one of the points he made, and I'm going to disprove him now, <laughs> is by this point, all of the filler except for Ivy. Uh, are gone And this is like This is basically All-Stars 2's cast Left in the competition So but then My answer to that is then Why did not you just do the next Why did not you do episode 9 Which is the uh, The Because uh,
1: then one of them Would have gone home
0: Oh I see Yeah I think I think this next episode Right the next episode Is the telenovela And yeah. I believe It's that That's the one with Coco versus Alyssa Yeah Yeah So uh, Yeah So they, I think they wanted To save Coco versus Alyssa For that moment And uh, Because we could have gotten rid of them a long time ago if that was the case. Any other thoughts, Taylor? No. It was a strong strong, It's a workhorse episode, you know? It does the job. A lot of those in the season five it makes it a strong season. All right. Well, that's going to do it for this week's episode of RuPaul's Drag Race Recap. Be sure to join us next weekend every week as we continue to discuss, dissect, and deconstruct each episode of RuPaul's Drag Race Season 5. So, for Taylor the Latte Boy and myself sashay away until next week oh by the way everyone needs to know this Jeffrey Thunderbear needs you to know that he contributed thank you for listening to RuPaul's Drag Race Recap have something to say email us at dragracerecap at gmail.com follow us on Twitter and Instagram at dragracerecap our Instagram account is managed by Stephen Starling You can also follow us on Facebook at Facebook.com slash Drag Race Recap. If you want access to more Drag Race content and other Afterthought Media shows, support us on Patreon at Patreon.com slash Afterthought Media. You can follow Taylor the Latte Boy on Twitter and Instagram at P-I-M-C Taylor. Follow Joe Batanz on Twitter and Instagram at Joe Batanz. That's J-O-E-P-E-T-A-N-C-E. The theme song was written by Lucian Piani and arranged and performed by Alex Lefebvre. This podcast was made possible by the following exclusive tier Patreon supporters. Nicholas Springham, Katie Whitmire, April Pacheco, Dean UK, Melissa Payton, Nikki Baker, Devin McKay, The State of Bree, Robert NYC, Rachel J, A.J. Norris, Richard C., Common Cool, Humble Pie, J. Thomas Plank, Luke Stamen, Sermet Smith, Travis Potter, Jesse Harris, John J., Jimmy Kilbasa, Pedro S.F., Ginger Biscuit, Jesse Lozano, Parker Elliott, Lauren Eckert, Jordan Darling, Haley Slans and Her Mom, Sandy Romero's Ruiz, and Eve A. Adams. Paul's Drag Race Recap is an
2: afterthought media podcast.